0: Let's go back to 1980s, late 1980s. And Oprah said, I'm going to make the Oprah show. What do you think about that? Somebody might have said, mm, what's a Oprah? And now there's Oprah show and the Wendy Williams and the Maury. And, and it's not the name that makes the show. It's the show that makes the name. And if you're having conversations with all these... D- Married people, unmarried people, people that have been divorced three times, people that just they they've never been married like there's there's so many different people embodied in this who, and we create conversations around it yes it's all in a moment i don't I don't really study it, but that's why I was saying her podcast is gonna be amazing yeah. because she's looking for answers right so it's not about like yo let me entertain y'all, she's looking for answers, meaning. If the guest says something that she doesn't understand, what's she liable to do? Hold on, hold on. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Please break that down for me. Right? 100%. I want to understand. Here's my challenge now, though. Because I'm learning more about business, I have to be careful not to have too much information. Meaning, I could be having a conversation. Christy's like, yo, yeah, so you got to have SOPs in place. I know what it means, but I have to say SOPs. And then she'll back up and say, oh, well, standard operating procedures. Like, if you can keep that uh, childlike curiosity, your show will continue to grow because you got to think the audience is just as curious as you. That's why, like, they had it was the interview with Kevin Hart and Jay Z. Terrible. Because it was like two, friend, two high-level friends having a high-level conversation and they got their little inside jokes and all that. Like, I don't care about that. Give me somebody who really wants to understand that doesn't already understand how to get to that status in life. Let's have that person interview that person. You know what I mean? Or somebody that is a really good interviewer just from a different industry. So Larry King interviewed um, DJ Khaled. So Larry King, he passed away uh, months ago, last year actually. He's not from the hip-hop community. So he's asking really good questions because he doesn't understand. You know what I mean? So I, I, I think like Larry was just one of the best because he's interviewing all walks of life. Everybody. Oh my gosh. And his style was just, just at you. We could, yeah. It's so funny because I think he got like ADHD kind of like, because you 'cause y'all be talking about a relationship, and he's like, "All right, but like when it comes to bank robbery, just like he'll cut you off with, with a, a specific thing as it hits him, and it could be looked at as rude, but I think Larry is just being Larry. As soon as the question hits his head, he's asking it, yo. So, so here's the thing. I think what I, what I'm seeing is. You, right, you struggle with the same thing that everybody struggles with. I'm sure. I'm sure that uh, anybody else here married. I prefer the it, long distance. Yo, yo, if 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 you could say it out loud, you'd say you you can't really make the suggestion. <laughs> When you said, I'm glad my wife left. I was like, I can't, I can't say it out loud. I thought, I was like, dang, I got to start Googling because I'm like, that's a good part. That's amazing. But I, I think your, let's say your issue with your femininity, maybe it's not the same issue, but everybody's got some something that's just as tough. They're struggling with the same thing. The, the issue is the outcome. Like in your mind, there should be a outcome where I am just wanting to always be around this person and in this dream wedding that they or marriage that they put on TV, right? But there are some women they just like their space and they ain't got autism. It's some women that for some reason they can't control. Speaking out of emotion. And now that causes separation with, right? And some people might call that, okay, angry black woman or that's not feminine. No, it's an issue that we we all have an issue that we deal with. So what I do know is that there are a whole lot of who's. There's a whole lot of people that deal with the same thing. And I love that you're coming from a place of curiosity You're saying, I want to start it because I'm trying to understand. I'm not trying to entertain y'all. I'm trying to understand this thing, which there will be a lot of people that can relate to that because they're trying to understand what their issue is. Do you think people would rather not be married and want to be married or be married living separate from their husband like you? Yeah. so people that maybe are in that situation or or they might be married they might envy the person who's not married right everybody has an issue everybody, everybody has an issue <laughs> so what we have to figure out is what is this like genre of person mm-hmm. and that's our audience the who so we would the, the way it would look is um, who embodies this who um uh, people in relationship issues, which is who? Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. You mean to tell me that Obama's, you think Michelle is always feeling him? No. Because he's the president? She said she didn't like for like seven years. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about this year. I'm sure they went through something. Right? Now, they got good at working things out, obviously. But keeping it real, we have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. People are they married 20, 30 years and get divorced. These are the conversations, right? So if you're having, there's a person who is having relationship issues and they don't understand why. And if you're having conversations with all these di- married people, unmarried people, people that have been divorced three times, people that just... they they've never been married like there's there's so many different people embodied in this who and we create conversations around it now we want to help this person do what <laughs> understand sometimes there's freedom in understanding not the result, not getting out of it. Have you ever taken an assessment? Anybody ever taken like a disc assessment or Myers Briggs or yeah. you took one of those? How was it when you saw yourself on paper? I was free. To... Yeah. Yes. That's like me. That's... Wow. <laughs> Up in your face. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I am on the disc, high eye. Yeah. But my adaptive is a low eye, lower eye. It drops. So the eye is. Are those people that are extroverted, meaning like I am the life of the party. I trust. I'm very, very trusting of people. I give them the benefit of the doubt. When I meet somebody, I trust you immediately until you give me a reason to not. Right? Say it again? high eyes for work or regular. Well, it's just my my, my natural behavior. It's high, my, eye? high eye. Okay. Correct. So I love being yeah. around people. I'm cool with that, right? But there's another bar that's adaptive. Adaptive means when you're thinking about what you're thinking about or you're conscious of what's happening, that's when your adaptive kicks in. Meaning, if I have to think too long about a person, I begin to not trust. Got it? That's my adaptive. When I'm thinking about what I'm thinking about. So there are people that are um, high D, meaning really driving. uh, 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 they, They go after it. But if they adapt down, that means if they're in an environment where they don't like they're not sure of how people are going to take them, they kind of slide back. That's an adaptive trait. High eye, super trusting of people. But if I have to like really start to consider what's going on and I start thinking too much, I'm going to adapt down, which means this equates to holding grudges. I meet somebody, but if you do something to offend me, I'll never forget it. Because now when I see you, I'm thinking about the thing, and now I don't trust you. And I'll hold on to that thing forever. That's why I can just, like, let somebody out of my life. No problem. We could have 20 years in. Do something crazy, I'm good. Let it go. When when the person showed me my disc assessment and said that to me, I said, I just thought that was the way it was supposed to be. But there was like some freedom and understanding. So if this group of people, you just, it's not like I'm trying to help you fix your issue. I just want to help you understand all of the issues that we all deal with. Your issue now is, this is the way I am. Whether it's called uh, autism or lupus or anger management, or I don't know, therapy. I don't know what it's called. We all got an issue. Trust me, your issue is no worse and probably better than a lot of people's issues that weren't diagnosed. I'm telling you. But they just don't understand. So if you're helping this audience achieve something, this, this becomes your mission statement. I help X. I help people who are trying to figure out this relationship thing, get some clarity on... Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Hey, y'all, I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Eufy lock. Think about being on the couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school, and they By, uh, I don't know, interviewing problem havers. I don't know, right? <laughs> My, I'm going to interview all these different type of women, and all, I'm talking about the ones you see that are perfect. I'm talking about the ones that have post up a 30-second clip or a motivational caption. I'm going to find out what your issue is. And helps some people understand how to get free from that. I help X do Y by Z. The way I help this audience accomplish this particular goal is through my podcast. It's through my coaching program. It's through my book. It's through my Z. Does that make sense? So the Z is the how. Once we identify the who, what, and the how, it gives clarity on everything we do. So when you do this exercise, you know what? I want to help X do this, and this is how this is the means in which I'm going to help them do it. It makes it a lot easier to make decisions on what you should do today. That gives clarity on who you want to become. Got it? Think of a number in your head. How much do you think it would cost for me a pretty successful entrepreneur to coach you every single day? To give you all of the game. I'm talking about every day for an entire year, Monday through Friday, I'm on, I'm on a, a virtual call teaching you how I've done the things that I've done. And me updating you every single day in real time on all the business moves that I'm making, all the negotiations that I'm in, everything that I'm doing before I actually do it. How much you think? And let's say Monday through Friday, and then on Thursdays we do a QA and a where not only do you get a chance to ask your questions and get them answered, but you get, to ha- you get to hear the answer from a whole community, hundreds of other people on a call, and you get their answers that are going to help you too. What do you think? And once or twice a year, get together, free conference that we all get to come to and you get to meet all these people that you see virtually. How much do you think that would cost every single year? 10,000? Not even close. It would probably be closer to 100,000 because it's just, I don't, I, my, my time is valuable and to give you the sauce that's gonna help you make millions, I'd have to charge you at least 100,000. But what I've done is created a community where you get the advantage of learning how to become an entrepreneur. You get to network with hundreds of entrepreneurs every single day. You got a community that keeps you inspired and excited. You will read a book club with us every single day. We'll also have an event where we come together once or twice a year for free. We do all of that for $399 for the year. Go ask somebody. I've got receipts of things that i built over the last decade, okay? Uh, I am willing to coach you. $3.99 for the year. Listen, go to themorningmeetup.com or click the link in this video. Um, Let's get back to the episode. But keep in mind, I want to coach you. Let's get started. I'm telling you, once you do this, it makes life, branding, everything so much easier. Because now you can say, oh, well, I can help X do Y by writing a book. So I think I'll write a book. I think I could really help this group of people accomplish this particular goal with a retreat. And then it starts triggering things because you'll hear, let's say, a Jada Pinkett say something. And you're like, yo, she deals with it too. So when you talk to her, you're like, yo, I help X amount of people. I'm a, I help this particular person do this. And you have been, you said you kind of deal with the same thing. And there's so many people like you. I would love to interview you, specifically on this. I'm telling you, you'll start hearing trigger words in conversations, and you'll say, you deal with it, I need you on my podcast. Got it? How you feel? Breathe in. Breathe out. Man, I love understanding. Um, Let's go here with the questions. Good, I cannot believe it's 2 o'clock. Am I the only one that can't believe it's two o'clock? It. Golly. I have mad stuff to do too, but like I I really like I think like the next like all my bootcamps are <laughs> gonna be this right here, because I can really answer your question. How many people got their answer question their question answered by somebody else's question? I yeah. lied. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm brilliant. This is I good. Think I, I think I got my question answered. Okay. But I Uh somebody else asked me that today. Did, did you ask me that? She asked me the same question. Um, so me and a friend were going to do a conference together. We opened up a bank account, I put money in, he put money in. We start uh, we start like um, planning it, and then one day he calls me and says, Hey. I can't do it. And I say, no, no, no. He said, yo, man, we can't do this, man. Because like I got too much going on. And I'm like, you can't do it. And I understand. But it's getting done. For sure. So, um, and that that's my guy to this day. And I, I appreciate him. He's like, yo, I got I put so much on my plate. And I will not be able to serve this relationship well. And I'm like, yo, I appreciate it, but I'm gonna move forward. You cool with that? He said, Yeah, bet, no problem. So he took his money out that he put in, and it was like, I just did the conference. He actually, he actually came up with the name Social Proof. Well, we were going back and forth on names, and he was like, Yo, what about Social Proof? And I was like, Ooh, what does that mean? <laughs> about this um, let's go back to 1980s late 1980s and Oprah said I'm going to make the Oprah show what do you think about that somebody might have said mm, what's an Oprah and now there's Oprah show and the Wendy Williams and the Maury and yeah use your name they you have a beautiful name Use it. And it's not the name that makes the show. It's the show that makes the name. That makes sense? Yeah, 100%. Think about this. We're all in a room. And I say, I'm about to build out this uh, retail store. We're going to have everything in it. I'm talking about everything you could think of. And people are going to come to this store to get everything. No one is going to raise their hand. I got the name. Walmart. <laughs> Nobody's coming up with that. Bless you. Right? Nobody's coming up with that. No, I, yo, I'm telling you. The, the name Walmart? you like, what? What do you mean? So you are going to make the show. Not your name. Got it? Good. i be looking forward. Yeah, Elon. It'd be be easy to remember for sure, because Elon Musk is wild. He'd be outside. He's what I I follow like six people on Twitter. He's one of them. (laughs) He's just. I just yeah yeah. (laughs) Absolutely yeah. So you are sponsoring your show, for sure, hundred percent. Yep. So I'll do ads for all kind of people. It ain't like specifically for my podcast. So, it, it doesn't necessarily, it does, the ad doesn't necessarily have to be directly related to the show. As long as the audience will resonate with that particular um, program, mm-hmm. they'll buy it. And, George, you, you just will go viral. Yeah. But, like, this, this is it. Got it. Say yeah. live. I'm about to have Reese do it right now. <laughs> Good. I like that. Uh, yes. So um, this is how we're entering ads right here. So all of these, like, hash marks are us putting ad slots. Now, it doesn't say that YouTube is going to use every ad slot, but you can put it in there this way. Oh, you put your own ad? Yeah, so let me show you. So I can, let's say I want to put an ad right here. All you do on YouTube is you hit ad break, and it puts it right there. Now again, YouTube is sophisticated enough to know that uh, if it's hurting the video, then it's not going to use them all. But I'm giving them an opportunity to use every ad slot. Got it? So let's discard the changes. Oh, but so I, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna say this. Then don't forget your question. So I used to put ad. I used to put these marks in there every twelve minutes. But then I hired this YouTube guy to come, like, work on the channel and things of that nature. And he said, on average, it's like every five minutes of an ad. And people don't mind. And the ad was 30 seconds. The ad was I, typically 30 seconds. Well, I don't know what these ads are. These are just whatever YouTube puts in there, right? But if I'm shooting an ad, I'm going to do one either pre-roll, meaning right before the episode starts. Um, But you you have a whole bunch of mid-roll in there. So we could do it the first 20 minutes, then the 40-minute mark, then the 60, if I'm doing a baked-in ad. Does that make sense? If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now.